All right, all right. Round three. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, I guess this episode, we're going to make it fun. We're going to make it. What's wrong? I don't know. I feel like my mic is not. Make it closer. Oh, you feel like it's. What are you trying it's to do? It's too low. Sorry, guys. Oh, raise it up. Raise up. Okay. All right. I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, this episode, we're going to talk about. Um, I feel like it's weird to go with just the chronological order of our relationship. So, instead, we're going to make this fun. Uh, let's just talk about things that we thought we knew about marriage that we now know to be false. Oh, my God. <laughs> guys pull up a chair get comfortable put your feet up <laughs> i mean hey it's a podcast right oh man so um i'll let you start because this is a tough question right yeah, yeah um oh wow he's gonna meet all my needs and make me happy all the time mm. and that's his job because he's the husband so he's supposed to cater to me like mm. so if i'm upset you need to figure out how to fix it. Right, right. Mm. I remember feeling like almost the same exact way. Except, mm. you know, like, because remember I told you, like, the things that attracted me to you. I mean, outside of, like, your looks and just general personality. Like, hey. I always <laughs> felt like you were, like, wife material. Aww. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, my idea of a wife was just, like, literally someone to help me, uh, accomplish my agenda so to speak so like if i'm the president i'm just like appointing a vice president and when you think so about, like, you wanted a minion is what you wanted i mean i wouldn't call you a minion <laughs> not a wife <laughs> but i mean yeah like i like you know when you think about like the vice president what does the vice president do really like he just backs up the president presides over meetings and like nobody really cares who the vice president is until the president dies but when's that really gonna happen right Mm -hmm. and so that's i remember thinking that's what a wife was supposed to be like whatever my goals in life are a wife would just exist to help me accomplish those Mm -hmm. right like so i remember not thinking of you um this sounds so terrible but it's true though i remember like not really thinking of you as like your own person with your own ideas and dreams and, and such right um not really looking at looking at it like a team right um and again guys this is not like a we weren't looking at this through the lens of you know or thinking about the kingdom of god or you know our agenda in the kingdom of god we were, it was just more like us like what we wanted right um mm. right. so yeah right. i mean we could talk about like just normal like i guess gender roles and stuff like i you know, I just assume, okay, well, you'll she'll be the one to cook and clean and take after, take care of the kids, and I'll just go get the money, right? Mm-hmm. Like, gosh, that's funny. What's another thing that you thought marriage would be like, and you were like, oh, this is not what this is like? Mm. Oh, man. So communication was something that, and anyone that's been married for two seconds— Okay, more than two, maybe like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. But you're it's you're never going to arrive. Mm-hmm. You will never sit down and say, "Oh gosh, we've perfected it. We've arrived. Here we are." Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you're there, 
strap in because something's going to happen and you're going to realize that you're not there. Right. Like you're having to always um, figure out, okay, how do I communicate better? Mm-hmm. What did you mean by this? What should I have said? Mm-hmm. What should I not say? Um, right. And which is not a problem. It's not like you're arguing. It's just like, you know, um, you're always just tweaking that communication um, with each other. And so one thing I thought was just like, it was ready made. We're, mm-hmm. we're married. And so we're going to communicate well, and we're going to be a power couple mm-hmm. and that's going to be it. And it was not like that guys. Oh my goodness. It was not. Yeah. And I, I think like, and we talked about this the last episode, like, I guess the biggest thing is I thought we knew each other. Yeah. Like I thought good. we knew everything there was to know right. about each other. And so I remember being surprised at the things that would like cause us to, I mean, I wouldn't say fight, but we would definitely like be at odds over like what I thought to be small things. Right. right. And I guess communication was the biggest small thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about communication on a different episode. Like, yeah. I feel like you can talk a whole hour about just that. Yeah. But I remember like I would say something and you would take it a certain way. And I'd be like, I didn't mean it that way. We'd have to spend like an hour like going over why why I didn't mean it that way and mm-hmm. why it made you feel bad and stuff like that. But we'd have the, you'd have this we'd have the same conversations like things that you said to me that yeah. I took the wrong way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I, I think again for me the biggest thing is I just I thought we knew everything there was to know about each other, and so I think I assumed that there wouldn't ever be any like quote unquote petty disagreements. Right. Because like we're above that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's only funny because I rem- I'm remembering where we were, and it's like, gosh, we really thought. Right, we were definitely we not above all. any of those things. Right, <laughs> we still are not. Um, well, I'm above that now. So oh, okay, I mean... just saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hmm, all right. Something I thought about marriage. I thought. This was so terrible. So I grew up in a single parent home, right? So my mom did it all because she had to, right? And so I remember just kind of thinking that like any wife is supposed to do like what my mom did, Mm. right? And so like that kind of in turn led me to believe like, okay, anything that I do is extra, right? Mm. Or not even like, yeah, like just it was, it was extra, like because we'd be talking about like I don't even remember what this conversations would be about but it'd be like oh like do you love me we don't go on date nights or whatever it was and I'm like what are you talking about like I live here we I'm I'm here every day <laughs> like and that is not something that I grew up with like yeah. that's more than I was getting right as a kid growing up yeah so it should be obvious that I love you cuz right. I'm doing more that's good mm-hmm. but yeah I guess you can take it, take that part from there. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was, (laughs) y'all, because I had been a single mom and not for an enormous amount of time, but I had been a single mom long enough. You good? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Y'all, his mic mic (laughs) started falling anyway, but I had been um, a single mom for long enough to know like, this is not it. This is not what I want. And so I was in a very unhealthy way looking at Brandon as if there's any other way to look at it. But anyway, 
looking at Brandon like my Superman. Like this is it. All right. So I don't have to do nothing else now Mm. because he's here to save the day Mm. and he's going to help me do everything, which is hilarious because, and we've talked about this before, but hearing it in this way brings it all to light Mm -hmm. because on the other side, you're like, she's going to do everything that my mom did. I'm just like, no, I'm not. He is here (laughs) to save the day. I don't have to do nothing. Right. So that is what led to, and again, we've already talked about this, but it's just funny to hear it again. Mm. Um, we were both putting our feet up and it was like, and right. nothing was getting done. Nothing. And then we're just like, why is everything in disarray? Right. Like the house was crazy. Like oh my word. The, the piles of piles of laundry. Oh my goodness. Like, and then blaming each other. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. Like I remember, I'd be I'd be upset if the house wasn't clean, right? But and so then I'd be you. like, "Well, you're not." I would too, and I'd be like, "Well, you're not helping," right? Oh my goodness, it's terrible. Yes, that was terrible. Good times, uh, good times, good great times. <laughs> so, oh my goodness, I think there's a lot to be said about like unmet expectations. Yes, right. What was something that you expected of me that you did not get? Like, and it was apparent, like day one, you were not getting it. Oh man, um, was it was apparent day one? Maybe the communication not day one. Uh-huh. was the biggest thing for me because I mean, we've, and I'm not saying this to say like we're perfect, but we are good at it at this point. Yeah. Um, we definitely still, like I said, we have not arrived. We will never arrive. We're always tweaking it, mm-hmm. but we've gotten to a point where we're comfortable. Like, okay. You just slammed the door. Was was that just the AC or are you upset? Like, you right, know, and right. before it was just kind of like, oh, I don't know what they mad about, but whatever. Mm. And, you know, you just sit on the bed and watch a cartoon or watch a show or whatever and be mm. like, well, when they get it together. But we're so much better at just talking it out, even when which, again, we're not perfect, but we've just made the decision not to get all up in arms about anything. Mm. So we used to have real like. I don't want to say we would yell at each other because Brandon does not yell and I'm not trying to be funny or corny or sweet or whatever. He doesn't. It's true. Like he really does not. His voice does not get above what you're hearing. Like ever <laughs> when he's talking to me, even when he's like super upset, um, it just doesn't. Mm. Now I can't say that about myself, but, <laughs> but we're not here to talk about that. But, um, <laughs> but um, I'm so going on a tangent, but what was the question? Something that, what was it? Something you expected of me. Oh, that it was really early on. It was apparent that we weren't going to get communication because it was like, basically what I didn't realize was, um, I, when I would start to raise my voice, that did not put him in a good mind space mm. because he had negative experiences with people raising their voices. Right. And so, um, it was not some sort of like him in the corner rocking or something crazy. Like, and I'm not trying to be insensitive to other people's experiences, but I'm just, you know, um, trying to be plain or as plain as I can be. So it wasn't anything like that, but he would shut down in the way where basically he just wouldn't respond. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, you're yelling, you're raising your voice when you're done. And I remember him saying that one time and not even like a angry or mean way, but now, cause I said like, you're not saying anything to me. What's going on? How do I know what you're thinking? Like we got to talk. And he's like, you're yelling and I'm not going to yell at you. Like, because we can't hear each other if we're both screaming at each other. Right. 
So it's just not productive. I remember that conversation. Mm. And as much as you were right, I just, I was like, ah, like, (laughs) because I was frustrated. But at that moment, um, there were two things going on. I realized in the moment, like, okay, yeah, this is, this is my husband forever. Mm. But I also was just like, I'm very upset with him right now. Can he just talk? Right. Um, but that was the moment when I realized, okay, how that I didn't know how to communicate with you Mm. because I'm like, because that was how I was used to communicating when something was wrong. Mm -hmm. Now I never, hmm, I'm saying I never, because I really can't even imagine that I ever did this to my parents and I'm still living. Mm. So I'm going to comfortably say that I never yelled at my parents, like maybe at my siblings or like an ex or whatever, never at my parents. So that was new for me. Mm -hmm. Like once I was out of the house, but, um, I had not had experience in a, um, a healthy relationship where I learned how to communicate outside of yelling when I was upset about something. Mm -hmm. Um, Brandon was the first to help teach me that without even trying to teach me, Mm. Um, which I still to this day, it's so, it's so beneficial to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that was the first thing that I was just like, okay, so if you're not responding when I yell, because it was, mm, and not to get too deep, but it was really manipulative because my experience was when I yell, I get what I want. Mm. So if I scream at you, you're going to move and do whatever I'm wanting you to do. Right. So it was such a shock to my system that first of all, he didn't yell back. And then second, he did not move. He was like, I think it's great that you're thinking that you're just going to yell and get whatever, but I'm not. And I think, and I mean, he may, you know, say otherwise, but I don't know his his self control. Like even then, when we were not as mature, and he was not as mature, it still even then I felt like was something for me to look up to, and I definitely do now. Mm. But yeah, communication. Sorry, long. I guess that's funny. I guess it looks like self control, but that's not necessarily what it was. Right, and I figured like, you would say that at the time. That's what I saw it as. Right. At, now today, that's definitely what it is. Yeah, but true. at that point, I agree. Yeah. Um, so, okay, something I thought I'd get day one, and it was, okay, hmm. Boy, you better be nice. Of course, I'm always nice. (laughs) I know. Um. But be honest, though. Yeah, so, I remember thinking that, like, I was getting, like, a cheerleader. Mm. Like, by, like, getting married, you have a wife, and the wife is really just there to, like, kind of co-sign everything you do and like make it look good mm-hmm. so <laughs> we had like yeah, there you go. so i remember like kind of having our first disagreements about like major things whether it was like where we're gonna live or like what i'm gonna do for a living or like things like that like those those major kind of decisions and i remember being i remember feeling ta- I, w- I was taken aback when your response wasn't, oh my gosh, that sounds great. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Like that was wild to me at the time. Mm-hmm. And now I just know it's like, okay, that makes sense. Like, you know, it doesn't sound like the most secure idea. Like <laughs> sounds like we're going to lose all, all the marbles and the ranch. Like, like you know, <laughs> right. so yeah, but I, that was something that I remember like immediately being like, okay, this is, this isn't what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. What's another thing you feel like you didn't sign up for? 
Mm. You know what? I <sighs> The communication thing was such a shock because if you guys have not noticed, I'm sure there are people listening. They're like, oh, yeah, Ashley loves to talk. I really do. I enjoy I enjoy talking. Mm. I've gotten better at um, a lot better at um, making sure that my the words that I'm speaking mean something that I'm mm. not just talking to hear myself talk because I can definitely get into that. And that's I feel not healthy. But um, communication was such a big thing for me. I don't know. Um, man. Um, you know what? You were more affectionate. And I was not. I know what everybody's thinking. No. So I'm going to explain. Mm-hmm. So um, I did not realize that I had some things like that I didn't that I hadn't really settled like emotionally mm-hmm. um, like in my past experiences or whatever. And so I had basically shut off that emotional side of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like he would really enjoy and still does. And I love it now that I've healed, but um, like holding my hand or kissing me in public or just being close to me or snuggling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like I didn't want to be touched. Right. Um, do you remember that? Yes. I remember us having a, a conversation. I think it was like specifically about like cuddling uh-huh. at one point. Yeah. And I thought it was weird that you didn't like cuddling. Because, you know, you think the girl is always the one that's like, oh, and we cuddled and whatever. Right. right. And I was just like, eh. Right. But that's not even like anybody that, and I'm sure there are people that are listening that's like, what? Like, because my family, we all hug and everything. Mm-hmm. So, and he had seen my, seen me interact with my family. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was also a thing where it was like, what? Right. Right. Like, um, and I think it wasn't until we had had a few conversations and I was like, okay, is there something going on? Like, why mm-hmm. am I, you know, whatever. Right. And I really had to pray about it. Like, why am I like this? Um, yeah. Yeah. That was. That was a, that was definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, We're better now. <laughs> very much so. Coogee sweater. We, <laughs> we hold hands while he drives. <laughs> That's true. That sounds dangerous. That's not. I know. I was laughing because it does sound dangerous. Right. And I mean, we really, I mean, there's no one else in the car, so we don't care about that. I right. mean, we just really enjoy the physical contact. I mean, like anyone that knows us or has seen us interact with each other. That's something that people comment on. Right. It's and like, we, oh, y'all are just, so close. Disclaimer. We ain't doing none of this for y'all. We love you guys. <laughs> well, what's weird is like, I don't know that we do it consciously at all. Right. It just like, We don't even necessarily do it for each other. I don't even know what it's almost like a magnet. Like I just, I don't know. Like I'm always like touching you or holding your hand or your coat or something. Right. And it's not like some, cause that can sound really unhealthy too. Like I've got to be near my person. Right. Please. But no, I mean, I, I did come to realize later that one of my love languages is physical touch. So it's like, you know, I, I'm always like, like if we're, if we can't touch then I feel like there's not harmony and it's like something's wrong. And we've talked about that. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess we can get into that book later. Oh, that reminds me this episode of real love with Ashley and Brandon is brought to you by audible. So audible is a subscription book club. Um, 
Uh, basically, it's an offshoot of Amazon. So, what are you doing right now? I'm sorry, though. I don't know. <laughs> so, I just did a little dance. I don't know what that was. It's a podcast. They can't see you. <laughs> right. So, um, much like not being able to see us, you also won't see the books that you're reading on Audible. <laughs> so, um, Audible, you can rent, or it's not renting. You pay a subscription. I think it's $15 a month. And you get a book each month or you get a credit each month that you can use mm-hmm. to purchase an audiobook. Yeah. Um I don't know if the five love languages is on audible, but it's one of my favorite books. Same. Um, and so if you would like to try audible, you can get a free month. Just go to real love com slash audible. That is real love com slash audible. We'll give you a 30 day free trial. It's on us. And um, I hope you enjoy and um, so after, with that said, let's get back to uh, our conversation. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, um, oh, physical touch. Yes, physical touch. That's yeah, one of my so, languages. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so I once I did like get over that, like whatever that was, honestly, it was really, when I sat down, I really thought about it. It was, it was more of a fear thing. Um, and I had made some bad decisions um, in past relationships. And I don't know, that's a whole nother podcast. But I just had to heal from a lot of baggage. Um, and I don't know if we'll get into that. Not that, I mean, because, hey, if we decide to, we decide to. But uh, we may in another um, podcast get to that. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, once I did heal from that, it was it was incredible. God is so good it, it really just opened me up to, um, you know, what was right in front of me. And I really think that that helped our relationship flourish and yeah. it helped, helped us grow closer together. So, yeah, we don't do anything that we do. Not this podcast, not holding hands, none of that for any likes or whatever. Right. None of that. Right. Um, it really is like we really do believe in just showing each other God's love. And then, um, you know, as we're doing that naturally, like we're supposed to, people see that. Um, cause that's the point of our marriage for people to see the love of Christ. Um, and they come to the knowledge of him and what, um, kingdom life and kingdom marriage is supposed to look like. Right. Um, this is unrelated. Um, <laughs> but as we're recording this, I just got word that Nipsey Hussle, uh, rapper from California, just um, died. Oh. He was shot in front of the store that he just purchased um, in Los Angeles. Oh, man. And, you know, I'm not even like a big Nipsey Hussle fan. Um, I'm familiar with his work because he worked with some people I used to work with at the label. Um, gosh, but that just, it just hit me hard, so I just figured out what we could talk about it, I yeah. guess, but... Um, you know, what was also interesting, I was right before, um, we started recording these episodes, uh, 60 minutes came on mm. and what they were talking about was school shooting serve or not school, like mass shooting survivors. Um, there was like a, there's a couple that's been going around the world or the country ever since their child was killed. Uh, do you remember when they shot up the movie theater during the Batman show? I actually don't. So this was in Aurora, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, 
This was, what was it 2012? 2011, maybe. Whenever The Dark Knight came out. Mm-hmm. Um, the Anyway, movie theater got shot up and people died. And um, they lost their daughter in that shooting. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, they quit their jobs. They like bought like a trailer and they just go across the country each time there's a mass shooting. And they're there to console the families. Wow. And I remember just feeling like really sad right before we started this, just watching that. Because right as I was watching that is when I got the word that Nipsey Hussle, or I saw online that Nipsey Hussle had been shot. And I was like, dang, I hope he's okay. And, but yes, my, one of my friends just texted me to say he died. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, my hope is that, you know, obviously we we're talking about real love in the context of our marriage right now. But our hope is that through this podcast, we can kind of spread real love through the world. Um, and I just, what strikes me about Nipsey Hussle is he was, he, he was on his way to being like one of the moguls and he's like a former gangbanger. And he would always talk about like the importance of uplifting the community. Mm-hmm. And, um, he would talk about, gosh, this is so sad, but he was talking about like, he, he, um, he was an independent rapper for a very long time. His most mm-hmm. recent album came out on a major label. And I'm sorry if you guys aren't rap fans. This is like completely unrelated. But anyway, um, one of the things he had, he had a store. He had a store in Los Angeles where he sold like all his merchandise and like cloth- a clothing line related to him as a rapper. And um, he had just recently purchased the whole building that his store was in. So he went from renting the storefront to owning the whole building and he was going to like make it this big complex to help other black owned businesses in the area and just give back to the neighborhood. Right. Kind of combating gentrification, which we've talked about before um, because we see it happening in our neighborhood. But anyway, it just strikes me. I guess it hits hard that he's gone because it's like I remember reading in the news, like the stuff that he was working toward. And being excited about it, like, man, I'm I'm glad someone's doing that, you know, someone with that kind of platform and that amount of money is using it to give back to people who are less fortunate, you know. So, um, gosh, that is so sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we can get back to our conversation. Yeah, there. I mean, I think you're right. We both were kind of messed up um, emotionally when we got married in a lot of ways. Right. And so we, um, gosh, I just, that is like sitting heavy on me right now. But, um, we both were like messed up emotionally in a lot of ways. And so for you, physical touch was kind of weird. Right. Um, and for me, I think I had an unhealthy relationship with like physical touch, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, that was something that I expected, though. Like, I just assumed, yeah. like, oh, you know, your wife just loves all on you or whatever, whatever. <laughs> right? right. So so that was, like, something I was like, okay, well, this is this is different. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, what else did I think would have been different um, when we got married? Mm-hmm. We talked about the cheerleader aspect. Mm-hmm. We talked about communication. Yeah. Um, those were like the big ones for us. Those were the big ones for us. 
Um, well, I guess we can kind of transition this, right? Um, to? To the reason we're here, right? I mean, obviously, we're at a loss for words right now. I'm all messed up. I can't really think right now. <laughs> just because of the news I just got. But um, we decided to start this podcast. I mean, today, when you're listening to this, um, or when it goes live, it's our fifth anniversary. Yes. And obviously, you know, all couples go through things, right? And we mm-hmm. went through some like crazy events that kind of made us rethink what marriage was. And I think right. that's why it was important to talk about, okay, what did we think marriage was beforehand, you know? And how is it different now? And I guess the the overall point is literally everything I thought about marriage was not how marriage was Mm -hmm. or at least not how our marriage was right and you know we've got friends who are either just getting married I've got um one of my friends we're going to his actual ceremony in a couple of months but he just got married right around around Christmas um but anyway we were the first in our friend group to get married Mm -hmm. right like I was 23 when we got married how old were you 25 so oh we just told our age why'd you do that I'm sorry um now so they know well, they can't do math so maybe they <laughs> maybe some of them can't i didn't say that that was him i that's was trying terrible. to reassure you babe don't try to make this a bad thing oh well that's true i look good so okay. uh, yeah that's true oh uh, anyway <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so i mean we were young i guess is the point right um we were not very experienced in life although i think we both we really went into it thinking we were we showed it like i I thought i had seen it all and done it all or whatever but i think you know what it was i think the us having the relationship counseling kind of made us cocky because Mm -hmm. we're kind of breezing through the counseling we know all the right answers to the questions that people ask you right Mm -hmm. like we know that most couples aren't going to counseling Mm -hmm. we know most couples don't have like a method to do better at communication Right. So we just thought like one, we've known each other forever and two, we've taken these steps. So we about to be like the best couple ever. Right. Um, And so it took us going through like some crazy situations to be like, okay, maybe we don't have all the answers. And so I'd say, I guess that was like the first year. Like, mm-hmm. we're just kind of really walking through stuff like, wow, this is wild. Right. And so after that first year, we were like, okay, let's like really... Like, if we're going to be married to each other, we don't want to look like everybody else's marriage. Right. Right. Like, so many people are, like, just, like, miserable in their relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I've, we have family members that, you know, have been married forever, and then all of a sudden they're not. Right. Like, it's like, I feel like marriage is like, well, and it always has been, but it's, like, under attack. Mm-hmm. You know, like, some people aren't even getting married. Right. People... Um, there's a guy I work with who's like, I don't see the point. Like he's been with, you know, the person he's with for like 13 years. Mm. And I'm like, dog, like just commit. (laughs) Right. Like you clearly don't have commitment issues. You're already doing it. Or do they? But right. But then he's not, he's like, "Eh, nah, right. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Right. Mm -hmm. But so anyway, with us going through like the things we went through and then, having to rethink our relationship, right? Like, okay, what is our marriage going to look like, right? And what there's two things that I know 
I decided personally, and I'll ask you like how you what you thought about those things. But one, it was like if I'm going to be married, I'm gonna be happy. Like I'm not about to be like oh here's the old ball and chain. Like I'm not about to like be sad that I have to go home. Like. I'm going to be happy in my relationship and I'm going to have a happy home. Like I'm not going to be with someone who doesn't want to be here. And so it was like, okay, well, if that's true, then what are all the steps it's going to take to get to that end result? And I think those are the questions that we ask ourselves like every day. Mm-hmm. So what was it when you realized that we were going to have to like fight for our marriage? What made you do it? So, um, I feel like we know each other well enough for me to get deep, I guess. Uh-huh. But I mean, like, this is for real. Like, this isn't anything that I'm making up. Like, this is for real, for real. So I remember sitting on our bed um, and I was crying. Like, I mean, I had been crying for I don't even know how long. And I, it was because I was sad. I was frustrated. And I was also just like, you know what? Whatever. Like, we tried it and oh, well. <laughs> and so I had made up in my mind, like, I'm out. Like, Oh, well, and, um, I don't think, I don't think at that point we had talked to each other and said that, but we, I feel like at that time we both were kind of like, we messed up. I think we were just like at our wits end. Right. Like we didn't really know what to do. Right. Um, and then when it comes to your marriage, it's just, it's the way I was thinking about it was just like, gosh, like who would I even feel comfortable talking to about this? Right. Like such a sensitive thing. Like, you know, um, so the moment I was just like, I'm done. Like I'm over it. And I remember being just so upset and hurt. Um, And I remember hearing God so clearly say, it's not about you. You Mm. can't leave. It's not about you. Right. And I remember being like, um, yes, I can. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's really how I felt. And so once I looked at it in a different light and I started to study, which I didn't want to, it took me months to really open the Bible for that reason, because Mm. I was so hurt. Brandon was so hurt. Mm. Like we had done things to each other and it was like, that should have never happened. We should have, you know, had we gone about things the right way, but we didn't. Right. Um, and so once I finally decided, okay, you know what? Let me just obey the Lord and let me really go to the word and see what the word says about this. Mm. Once I had done that, it was like the more knowledge I had about you know, what marriage was really about Mm -hmm. and what we were supposed to be doing and, you know, God's hand over our marriage and all of that. It was just like, you know what? I know what to do with this sword in my hand. Right. Like to help save my marriage. But that wasn't the end of it because we had to come together and say, okay, we've been stupid. Now that we've established that we've been stupid, this is how we, with the help of the Lord, are going to get this back together right like, let's get smart now because and right and i think i'm sitting here now and i'm just like this is so amazing because we kind of touched on it a little bit and we'll get to that more but marriage is really about reflecting um the kingdom of god right and so in us staying together and fighting the way we did that is what we did Mm-hmm. And again, we'll get into, you know, like whatever, the right, the stories and stuff or whatever, which is strictly for the purpose of, you know, um, glorifying God right. and showing that he can fix anything. Not you. He can fix right. anything. Right. And I guess I'll we can 
kind of preface it by saying this, right? Like, there's one thing I have learned to be true about marriage. is like marriage will, marriage is like a funhouse mirror. Like, marriage will exaggerate every negative quality you have. Mm-hmm. And very quickly <laughs> will it, right. will expose you. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, if you thought you were, like, you had everything together, you were doing well, like, marriage is going to be the thing that says, nah, nah, bruh. Right. Like, oh, you got too much dip on your chip. <laughs> like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what marriage does, right? And right. what was crazy is, like, it makes you, you're confronted with, you know, some of the worst aspects of yourself. And then you have to make a decision like, okay, am I going to confront this and make it better? Or am I going to like, because I, I think, and you know, in the worst scenarios, I think you rebel against the marriage. Like, okay, I was an amazing person before I got married. Mm-hmm. It must be the fact that I married that's making me a terrible person. Right. Let, let's get away from this marriage. That's thing. good. Like, mm-hmm. let me sabotage this real quick. Right. So I can go back to feeling good about myself. Yes. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's crazy how that works, but that's, right. that, that's what marriage will do to you. When you do it God's way, it'll work things out of you that shouldn't be there. Right. Like, when you do it God's way, you say, okay, I'm looking in this mirror and I look absolutely horrid mm-hmm. and this is going to be painful, but let's walk through cleaning myself up God's way. Right. You, it's, there's so, you're benefiting the people that are watching this transformation. They're benefiting right. like you're tearing down all sorts of strongholds by just being obedient to the word of God. Right. Um, it's amazing. And I, I don't know. I can't, it, I can't give us credit. I can't. And I never would. That was right. just all Jesus. Once we decided like, you know what? We are idiots without the Lord and we need him right. and we are in a pickle <laughs> and God, please help us. <laughs> You know, and then we decided we're going to commit to this mm-hmm. and we're going to fight. And I don't care what it looks like and how upset you are today, because let's be honest, you're not going to say, you know what, I'm committed to this. And then tomorrow you guys are like skipping through the tulips. Right. Like it's not going to happen that right. way. It's but a, you're, you're going to have to fight every single day. It really is a process. Um, but once we did decide, I don't care how long this process takes, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll get into how long it took us. Right. Um, it is just so beautiful on the other side and not because that's the purpose. The purpose is not to make this beautiful for your enjoyment. Right. The purpose, again, is to reflect the goodness of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and to show people how kingdom marriage is supposed to look. Right. You just get the awesome uh, privilege of benefiting from obeying the will of the Lord. Right. <laughs> like, I have a great wife now, and I would like to think I'm a great husband now. You are. Right. Well, thanks. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's really what, it's not about that. Like, like I, I guess I can, like, just be open. That's the whole point of this, right? Like, when we got married, I was very selfish. I was. So was I. I was insecure in a lot of ways, right? So was like, I. I was. Like, I was not a self-starter. Like, I had a lot of, like, doubt about myself. Mm. Um, so, like, the things I'm doing now, like, whether it's running a business or us having this podcast, yeah. um, you know, I would have these great ideas, but I would be afraid to even attempt to execute them. Right. Right. So, like, nothing would ever really happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, had we not gone through this refining process that we've been going through, you know, that we, we still embark on every day. Absolutely. You know, there's so much that I would not have 
done. Right. Right. So, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be who I am now without our marriage. Yes. Right. And I'm certain I could say the same about you. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And so I think that's like the group, one of the great things about marriage, but even that is not the greatest benefit. Right. Because it's like now we're using our marriage to help show other people what's possible. Right. You know, we're helping other people reflect God and we're Mm -hmm. helping other people, you know, get through situations. Obviously, I don't think everybody that's listening to us are Christians. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And I think I think marriage is very, very difficult to do, even if you're a Christian. I cannot imagine how you do it. Without being, one. and I don't want to. We'll never have to. So right. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no. I was just saying, like, I'm I'm grateful for that. Not like, you know, in any other type of way. But I really don't know either. Right. Like, I, I couldn't make it through. Uh-huh. Like, eh, was, no. For what? I think no. that's why the divorce rate is so high. At, right. Now. Like, but anyway, tangent. <laughs> you know, these are supposed to be three very short episodes. That's not what happened. Not so at thanks all. for rocking with us, guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, without us going through the things we went through in our marriage, I don't think either of us would be the, the people that we are now. And now we're able to use our marriage to create a platform to help other people. Right. Because if there's one thing I've learned through us coming out on the other side of all of our issues is that most people don't. Yeah. And. Well, we had to come, we came face to face with every single reason you may have to end a marriage. No, for real. You like, know? I'm sure y'all are like, yeah, right. Y'all wait to that episode. You just <laughs> wait. Right. God is good. So it's like, <laughs> you know, but when you go through all that, you realize how easy it is or would have been to quit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's like, now I see why everyone has quit. Yeah. Or so many people have quit. Yeah. And so, I mean, we we're now we're creating this platform to help other people know, like, no, you can make it through this. And here's how we made it through mm-hmm. X, Y, Z situation. This is how we're operating as parents. This is how we, um, you know, help out in our church. This is how we go to work every day. This is what it's like to be married to an entrepreneur. Like, there are so many different aspects of yeah. our relationship that other people don't go through. Right. Right. Like, Um, And so I'm glad that we're able to, you know, give back in this way. And, um, you know, I guess that that kind of brings us all full circle. So you guys know who we are. Mm -hmm. You know how we met each other. You know a little bit about personalities and how all this works. And you know why we're here. Yeah. So in the future, you know, these episodes are going to be about specific topics. So, I mean, next week, what's on the list for next week? What are we talking about? So... You know, we're going to talk about what love is um, and what it's not. Okay. I think we've got, we're talking about communication one week. Yep. Um, Again, we'll talk about like (laughs) scandals and things like that. Right. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about, um, you know, parenting. We'll talk about, just stay tuned. There's a lot coming. We're going to, I mean, every Thursday we're going to be on your favorite podcast provider. So stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for sticking it out for these three hours we've been talking to you (laughs) um and we'll see you on a new episode next week um now if you like the show please give us a rating in itunes give us a thumbs up um wherever you may be watching this Mm -hmm. listening to this i should say (laughs) um leave a review that helps us the show spread to more people um again check out 
the trial of Audible. That helps the channel grow as well. It helps us to reach more people. Um, and it, oh, I guess I should let you know. Obviously, if you do uh, start that free trial, we do get a little bit of a kickback from that. Um, that's how sponsorships work. Um, so <laughs> thanks. I mean, if you do it, I mean, that, that helps yeah. us out. So we, we really you. appreciate it. Yeah. Um, this is not going to like... I don't know, buy our house or something, no. but it's just to help us spread the show and spread, yes. um, you know, our message and, you know, our story as far as it can go. So yes. we appreciate all the support. Um, share this on social media, share it with your friends. And, but most importantly, just subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. So if you have a question or you just want to say what's up, you can send us an email at real love podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And, uh, We'll, we'll answer it and uh, we'll hope to talk to you soon. All right. Peace. Peace.